For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Where in the world is Camelot? Sean Rima, 9 till 11. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 107.1. <laughs> yeah, yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, I'm Sean. Six minutes after nine. And where is Kamala, man? She just gone. She ain't nowhere to be heard from nor seen. They keeping her apart from, uh, from old Joe Biden, from old mumbling Joe. And yesterday, wasn't that embarrassing? No, they weren't heckling you, Joe. Not at all. No, the F-bomb was a... It's a term of endearment. 21059... Where do I begin today? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. The phone lines are now officially open. No more come and take it at UTSA, because that's stinking offensive. You know, you can't have that You can't have that tradition anymore. It's got the cannon there, and they fire off an actual cannon at the football games, right? And come and take it is offensive. Because I guess it's, uh, what, anti-Mexican, go back far enough, it's pro-slavery, it's it's warlike sounding, you know, and it's bad, it upsets people, it triggers them, get it, triggers them, like a gun, triggers them like a gun. So no more come and take, did you ever, I mean, I don't know, man, you and I, if you're if you're my age, and I'm in my, well, geez, I guess now mid-50s, almost mid-50s, holy crap. You and I grew up during a gloriously offensive time in America. I mean, we we had uh, offensive as crap TV shows. We had offensive as crap movies. We had songs mocking short people. You know, I mean, we 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 grew up at a time in a time where nobody people wanted to be you you wanted to be offensive. You wanted to be cutting edge. You and I grew up watching Richard Pryor and George Carlin. And then later, Andrew Dice Clay and Sam Kennison. Eddie Murphy, oh my God. I mean, we, you and I, again, I'm 54. If you're around my age, we grew up just surrounded by all kinds of offensive speech. And it was wonderful. You know, I, 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 I you know, am grateful to a lot of the comedians I used to watch when I grew up, a lot of the movies. I was a big Mel Brooks fan, Monty Python, uh, deeply offensive stuff. You know, the shows we watched were all in the family, the Jeffersons, Good Times, Chico and the Man, you know, and we, we grew up, and and people were not afraid of offending people. People were trying to be offensive. And they were trying to be offensive to say something about our society. And it was brilliant. And you know what? It worked. But now, come and take it upsets people. Come and take it is offensive. You wouldn't make it through uh, any of the Eddie Murphy comedy shows. You wouldn't make it through any Richard Pryor, uh, uh, you know, live on the Sunset Strip. You just wouldn't. De- Blazing Sa- I can't believe Blazing Saddles still exists. Do you know what I mean? If come and take it is bothering you, 
Well, their favorite fighting position is fetal style. <laughs> Sucking the thumb there, curled up. <laughs> One of the funniest things that came out of where, well, actually, this came out on, on the 550 KTSA Morning News. I heard it when I was driving in this morning and almost drove off the road. I was laughing so hard. that they, Trey put out there, you know, what's the suggestion for a new slogan? It was come and take it. And Chris, Chris, Chris Glasgow threw it out there. Was it, no, it was a, no, it was a guy on the phone. So their new their new slogan, fighting slogan, should be "You can have it." <laughs> that was pure comedy gold. I mean, it's just funny as hell. But I, uh, you know, I, 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 I took from all those. I took from that culture when I was growing up, and I guess that's why I'm such a stinking offensive human being. Because I like to offend people. When you offend people, you are, in a sense either prodding them or forcing them to think about what they claim they believe. Right? If, if you're offended by something, if something bothers you and besets your mind and you're offended by it, the only way you could possibly be offended by it is somehow it goes against something that you think or something that you believe. But I, I think it's gone, so I can't, sometimes I just can't believe the era in which I'm living. It's the exact opposite of the, of the world you and I grew up in. And, and I think it's at the point now where people don't even know why they're offended. <laughs> it's almost like somebody tells them they should be offended, and so then they're offended. You know, Robert E. Lee guy, man, he was from the Civil War, and that was all about, you know, the South, you know, they just want to keep their slaves. So if you, if you, if you look at a Robert E. Lee statue, or watch the Dukes of Hazard, then you're pro-slavery. Oh, God, that's terrible. I can't be that. No, I tear that damn thing down. <laughs> Bulk erase every episode of the Dukes of Hazard. I'm not pro-slavery. I'm offended by ignorance. What about it upsets you? I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know what it is? It's like, uh, you ever see the posts that people do? Like and share if you're against puppy abuse. I bet you won't. You know, it's like... No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pro-puppy abuse, so I, I can't share your stupid meme. You know, I mean, who the hell? We're just in a perpetual state of being offended by stuff. And the only reason people are enjoying being offended is because if you're offended, you sort of kind of in your feeble mind get to be the smartest person in the room, right? I know why come and take it is offensive. I'm not smart. Why is it offensive? Because you know it is. Because it's all warlike and stuff. And I think it's about Mexicans. <laughs> It's like anti-Mexican, I think. That's what Joaquin said. Well, so enlightenment is, or offense is the new enlightenment. Well, it is, only it just it makes you look like a dumbass. So we just meditate instead. <laughs> meditate. That's it. We engage in meditation. I'm going to go home and sit quietly on a yoga mat and just think of all the stuff that pisses me off. <laughs> come and take it, come and take it, come and take it. I start saying that to people just as a matter of course. You don't like my Sharpie? Well, come and take it. Don Morgan, you don't like my headphones? Well, come and take it. <laughs> <laughs> come and take it is code for I don't want black people to vote. <laughs> I don't know how much time you have to have to sit there and find a way to be offended by everything. God. 
again, people sit around and do this. Mm-hmm. Right. They sit around and do this and come up with something for people to be offended by. And then they tell people, you should be offended by this. And then it's like the emperor wears no clothes because the right person told them they should be offended by this. Well, then they got to be offended by it. Are you saying I can't be offended by everything? No. Well, that offends me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it offends me that it offends you. And that's offensive. Come take it. You don't like I, my... I'm offended by the fact that I'm not all that offended. <laughs> And let me tell you something, Don. I'm offended by the fact that you don't know why you're not offended. And that's offensive to Chris, too. Oh, holy crap. I hate everything. I just, I do, man. I hate everything. Here's David. David, how are you? David. Hey, I'm all right. Hey. I'm all right. What's offending you right now? Man. Man, everything's offending me right now. Just, just the fact that you said, hey, David. You know? Hey, David. Man. You didn't, you didn't you didn't say Mr. Mr. David or, or Mr. What? Mr. David, Mr. David, you know? Right. You you can't turn the corner nowadays like you guys said about you know without you know being offended or somebody <laughs> being offended. You or, can't walk you know, like three my, feet my, without somebody being offended by something. I offended you like, because it's made with freaking Crisco oil. Dude, the Benadryl's kicking in, okay? Uh two one zero five I appreciate the call though. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five mold is mold high today? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, oh, I just saw something horrible on TV. Uh, 22 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA. Oh, God, I can't erase it from my mind. I keep seeing it. Chris, it's your fault because you pointed it out to me. You got Fox News on uh, on the one big screen in here. In our high tech studios, and they they had some uh, 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 an image from a Texas abortion law protest with a bunch of women with shirts that say "boobies." Here in San Antonio, that was in San Antonio, and one of the chicks. I'm just going to say it. She had her. She she was rather. I she had magenta. She's pink hair, magenta colored hair, which I got nothing against that. That's fine. Whatever. Lesbians like their magenta-colored hair. I don't know why. And she had her her. She's kind of hefty too. I'm not saying that to body shame her. I'm just saying, as an observable fact, kind of a hefty chick. She got her arms in the air and she got hairy armpits. And I, I just, oh man. And the hairy, the armpits weren't magenta. Okay. I know it's patriarchy. It's a social construct that chicks shave their armpits. But you know what? I'm just gonna say it. I don't care. I like it that chicks shave their armpits. Can I can I say that to you? I just I, I like it when you shave your armpits. It's okay. I mean, not that I'm on the market looking for you know shaved armpitted uh, women in this particular stage of my life. My wife has beautiful armpits. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, and she shaves them. I'm just saying, people. <laughs> I love my wife's armpits. I'm just saying. That when you see somebody, they they got you know the the bushy armpit hair. It's like you. What are you laughing at, Morgan? He's losing it over there. 
I can't say my wife has beautiful armpits. It's just the way you'd say it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a freaking weirdo. My wife could high five. My wife has beautiful armpits. <laughs> she can high five me all she wants, man. Ain't no Amazonian forest there to the armpits like that chick I just saw on TV. Eesh. Why do they do what? <laughs> it's patriarchy. Leave your dad out of this. Okay, your dad's got nothing to do with you shaving your armpits or not shaving your armpits. <laughs> I don't care. Oinky, oinky, oinky. I don't care. All right? Oh, God. The hairy armpits is just <laughs> icky, man. You're so my pit's my choice. <laughs> keep your keep your hands off my armpits. Don't worry. <laughs> Nobody wants to go near your armpits. Sasquatch. All right. You're... Sorry. Oh God. Well, it's just it's a hell of a thing to see this early in the morning. Okay. That's a hell of a thing to say. This I early. haven't even eaten yet. <laughs> what are you going on about people's armpits? Because I just looked up and saw <laughs> some protester chick with her arms in the air, and there's, you know. There's a forest there under each arm, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like okay, had, Chewbacca. She had a dog in a headlock. In <laughs> a dog in a headlock. No, that was all her. <laughs> like, what are you trying to prove, man? Six more weeks of winter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Make him stop. He's been doing this to me all day. This is bad. Six more weeks. That's horrible. That's offensive. I'm so offended by you. Uh, oh, Doug, hi. How are you, man? I don't know. Hey, Sean. Uh, I... I, st- I called in. We were talking about people being offended. The phone well, rang. Well, they sure as hell are now. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, then yeah, the radio came back on, and we're talking about hairy armpits. Uh, hey, we cover anyway, all our bases uh, on this show. We're a wide-ranging uh, show. That's, that's why I listen. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to talk about people, the, the, this young generation, being so offended. I think that, you know, one, one point I'd like to make is back during the 60s and 70s, yeah, there were offensive comedians, but we could laugh at ourselves too. Um, you guys, you know, the sixties brought us Lenny Bruce, man. You know, what I mean, can can you imagine if if Cheech and Chong? <laughs> uh, we used to sit around and have so much fun. I don't. With this young generation, I'm kind of disgusted, but I kind of feel bad for them. Don't they? They don't know how to, how to have fun anymore. What do they laugh know? at, man? What do they? What do they find I funny? Don't. That's what I'm wondering. Don't these kids know how to have fun anymore? Apparently not, man. Uh, it, it's I, I kind of feel bad. For well, them. I do too they're because so I, I well, and I appreciate the call, man. Because uh, they're always they're always just ticked off about something. You know, they're so morose. <laughs> Cheech had the best white guy routine. All <laughs> oh, right, when he did it right. Well, I'm just saying. You know, I, 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 here's old farty guy here. You know, I, I kids today. You know, you couldn't have handled my culture growing up. You know, because they, they trip across something from my generation, and oh, I can't believe that. I can't believe they haven't started burning DVDs of Blazing Saddles in the streets yet. Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder. How's that manage to survive? Hey, where are the white women at? I don't know. Downtown with the hair armpits. 
Their fists in the air. I, I'm just saying, you wouldn't have been able to handle Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor. You know, you wouldn't have been able to handle, you know, an hour and a half of George Carlin. Do you know what I mean? All in the family would have uh, would have uh, would have messed you up totally. Uh, you know, so uh, I I don't I don't know what to say to y'all. You are you're a strange generation of people. Strange generation of people. And uh, and I when I really think about, it, I don't know what you find funny. Because if you can only find non-offensive stuff funny, then what the hell left that's funny? <laughs> Chris, what do they find funny? What do young people find funny today? Do you know what they find funny? I when I think about it, people injuring themselves. <laughs> like that's their entertainment. They love videos. I've noticed that where people like met, screw themselves up somehow. You think that's what it is? That's what they find funny? 210-599-5555. Here's John. John, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I have a rebuttal for the last caller. This is coming from a, a 45-year-old guy that's around middle school age. Um, I, it's, it's the older people that are pushing this stuff on these kids. These kids have the same interests, the same sense of humor, untouched. As uh, as we did when we were kids, I mean, like you said, they're into laughing at people. They make fun of each other all day long. They listen to offensive music behind people's backs. They want to see movies they're not supposed to be able to see. But then you walk into a classroom and you've got somebody beating them over the head, telling them everything that they're responsible for that they had nothing to do with. And then you go to the university. <laughs> You're right. Right there. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yes, sir. They're being told not to. They're being told what is should be offensive and what shouldn't be offensive. Yeah, they're they're being scared into politically correct mindset. I, I don't know if it's scared so much as I don't know if it's scared so much as they 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 also you know have pretty much eradicated all critical thinking uh, from from the public education system. Yes, sir. And they've eradicated a lot of the same stuff. Like, you know, hell, the reading list you and I grew up with would have offended them. Mark Mark Twain. They wouldn't have been able to make it through Mark Twain. Mark Twain, there's no way that you'd have 1984 in a public school anymore. And then you can't, I mean, you don't dare pick on one of your classmates and get them a little thick skin by the time they're old Mm. enough to uh, have to go fight for themselves in the real world. I agree. I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. We'll talk some more about this when we get back. 210-599-5555. And we're back. New Song 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Uh, we were talking about uh, UTSA and no more come and take it. Talking about the culture of offense. Let's take one more call on this, and then uh, I want to start talking about Dr. Fauci and what we learned yesterday. Um, here's Karen. Karen, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Another day in paradise. What are you? What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking the whole reason these people can say they're offended is because we uh, were offensive. In the 70s. And, you know, I burned my jaw. I threw a football in a school. And I was offensive to a lot of people. Now I'm offensive because I say I don't want women's sports to be taken over by men. (laughs) I don't think it's fair. It isn't fair. Like, I worked hard to get equal, you know, 
uh, gym facilities and programs in our schools. And then when you have track and the top five are all men, then it's for nothing. Is that, you're right. I mean, it's, it's coming from a fe- purely feminist perspective from the early, from the seventies, especially. You know, this has got to be surreal because the feminists of today are arguing for the rights of men over well, women. Well, right, but those are just the knuckleheads that buy into this everything's offensive. Right. There's still women out there, like there's untold numbers of pregnancies in women's prisons, assaults. Right. And if you complain, you get put in isolation. Mm. You might and be better off. A, <laughs> well, that's right, because now, in Cal- especially in California, if you identify as a woman, they send you to a woman's facility. And you're right. They're now having to pass out birth control in a wi- all-women's prison because th- th- they're having sex and they're getting pregnant. It's, I mean, right. that's crazy. And, and not willingly. And did you right. know that the, like, 80% of women prisoners like women that go to jail are different than men that go to jail and they've had trouble in their lives and they've well, been sexually assaulted and imagine how they feel when they get a man put in their cell well it's a little weird i, I gotta run but i appreciate your honesty thank you karen rock well, on you know i mean it it, it is it's these are strange damn times man yeah the feminist movement's been completely inverted because now you you with with the transgendered thing, you know I was I was, I was uh, because now you, in a sense, to be a proper feminist, according to the Democrat socialist puke talking points, right? If a dude says he's a woman, you have to see a dude. You have to believe he's a man, which is ridiculous. The party of science, my ass. Uh, and so now you you have you know feminists really having to argue the rights of biological men over women. And if you have a problem with that as a woman, then you're the transphobic one. Then you're the members. Uh, J.K. Rowling went through this crap because she was another one who said, no, women should compete with women, biological women. J.K. Rowling, who's one of the most liberal authors on planet Earth, now suddenly is canceled or they attempt to cancel her because she took the side side of women. And that's what makes the abortion thing, you know, even more bizarre in a sense that the very same bunch of people who claim that gender is 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 again uh, a form of patriarchy and gender is uh, is is repressive and gender is a social construct forced on people and you can identify as whatever you want to identify as you know if you're a uh, if you're a man and you identify as a woman when you're, you're absolutely every bit as much a woman as a woman is until it comes to abortion <laughs> Then no, it's all about gender, isn't it? Then it's all about that. Then it's the Handmaid's Tale. You know, they're, they're, they're tripping over their own agenda and stumbling backwards. It's weird, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected.
Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Um, you know, I, I let me I want to bring something up. <laughs> this is, uh, first off, I really want to see that Clint Eastwood movie, Cry Macho. I love Clint Eastwood, man. He's the man. Uh, but, uh, you know, th- there's another movie that's going to be coming out. I guess they've finished filming already, I think. And it's one of those th- one of those sequels that's a hundred years later, and I'm just thinking like, why? The Matrix Four Resurrections. The Matrix Four Resurrections. The the trailer is going to drop, I think, tomorrow. Uh, and I don't know if it's a complete trailer or not. Um. And, you know, and we were speaking about, you know, transgendered issues. Did you know that the directors, the brothers, are now sisters? I'm not saying that. I don't really give a crap, but it was the, I think it's Wachowski brothers who directed the first three Matrix movies. Right, Chris? And they're now women. They were Larry and Andy Wachowski. And now they're Lana and Lily. They're, they're And they're not twins. They're two brothers who are now like transgendered women, or they live as women, Lana and Lily. And, uh, you know, I've often said, if the Castro boys really want, Chris, if the Castro boys really want higher office, you know what I mean? They got to go trans. They should go trans. They should both start wearing dresses. Joaquin was out there running his Twitter account about, you know, racist voter laws and all that stuff. Joaquin, you and Julian, put a dress on, man. Color your hair magenta. Come on, be somebody. And they're twins. They could be twins. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the Matrix. Do we need a Matrix 4, man? I thought they beat everything in the last. Didn't they? You know what I, you know what I, what I, I hate about this? Okay, because I, I do. The first Matrix is one of my all-time favorite movies. The first Matrix was a great movie. Okay? The other two sucked. They just sucked. They just they didn't make any freaking sense. I don't care about the spoon anymore. What's with the albinos with the dreadlocks? You know, I, I just I I I just the the last the second Matrix movies, the two of them, they were awful. They sucked. One of my favorite lines came from one of them. What? Uh a uh, counselor West when he said comprehension is not a requisite of cooperation. <laughs> The movie sucks so bad, I don't even remember that line. I had to go see those movies because of a radio thing back in Colorado. Awful movie. Don't, why do you need another one? You, let's, make a, let's make one more movie that's going to suck and remind us how good the first one is. And plus, that was 100,000 years ago, man. That was, that was like 2000. Well, the first one came out like 98, 99, somewhere around there. And then the crappy sequels came out, you know, in like 02 or 03 or 04 or something like that. Matrix Resurrections. Please stop making sequels. They probably found more ammo they need to burn through. I guess. No, wait, no, wait. When we thought we were in the Matrix and we thought we killed the Matrix, it really wasn't the Matrix. It was the Matrix. And now we're back in the Matrix. That's how they'll have to do it. 
No, it's the new. It's it's the old Matrix, but it was we didn't know we were in the Matrix. We thought we were in the Matrix, and we thought we were fighting the Matrix, but we were just in a bigger Matrix. They could even actually call this one reboot. They should just call it that Matrix reboot. Matrix. Let's make some more stinking money out of it, so we could buy more spring dresses. I'm just the, the Wachowski sisters. You know, <laughs> I just. I'm transed out, man. I, I'm sorry. I don't got nothing against trans people. I, I'm sorry. You're not a. You ain't what you claim to be. Okay, you're not what you. You do have a gender. Y'all got the gender. Y'all got a, every damn one of you has got a damn gender. It's like saying you ain't got no damn lungs. You've got a gender. Okay, it's not a bad thing to have a gender. I don't care how you live. You want to live as the opposite gender? Then gender up and live as the opposite gender. All right. But that don't make you that gender. You're still the original gender. Am I making sense? So, anyway. <laughs> I'm just transed out. I am. I'm just everywhere you go. It's another transgendered issue. Is Demi, Lo- is Demi Lovato, has she got all her pronouns in order? Does she know what the, what the hell uh, her pronoun is? She got that figured out? Because that's keeping me awake at night. Is she a them or an it or a they or a those? Or whatever the hell. It's a very strange and stupid world, and it gives me a headache. Um, we're going to take a little break. We'll visit with Rudy J. from ESPN, the ESPN Morning Show, uh, coming up later on. Uh, we got to talk about Dr. Fauci. I haven't gotten there yet. I think Dr. Fauci should be considered guilty of crimes against humanity, apart from perjury. And I'll explain what that happy crap's all about when we get back. Uh, a little after 10. I've got the news up next on News Talk 550 KTSA. None of them were shouting or complaining. Every one of them were thanking me as if it was something special. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. It's a president yesterday saying he wasn't being heckled by people shouting the F-bomb at him. (laughs) They were happy with everything he's done. He's just so full of crap, man. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we, I, I got to deal with, let's deal with Dr. Fauci uh, for a second, whose star is falling, man. He ain't quite the celebrity he was, right? Um, you, you know, Rand Paul has been pushing this for a while, this idea that you and I, at least it partially funded gain-of-function research at this uh, at this research lab in Wuhan. And Fauci has actually said under testimony during questioning by Rand Paul, you know, that uh, Rand Paul didn't know what he's talking about. It wasn't gain of function. It was, you know, function of gain, (laughs) which is essentially what he's, you know, um, and and we all we already have, you know, emails that we've seen. And and this is what Rand Paul brought up to the the good doctor uh, during one of these hearings where very obviously, uh, you know, he's being thanked for the funding for the research and gain of function. You know what that is. That's the that's where you take an animal virus and you upgrade it so it can leap into humans. 
and it becomes even more infectious and it's I, I it's to me it's weaponizing it it gains a function it gains a function which is making you and I sick as hell and worse and uh, and there were emails where he's being thanked by the by this particular researcher who's working on this stuff. Uh, he's, you know, there are people who are quite, you know, worried about people finding out because Obama had originally had said no, don't do that. Fauci seen in these emails saying no, you know, no, you would have to know what you're, look, what you're looking for to even know we did anything. Blah blah stinking blah. And then under oath he said nope, there was no funding for this research to the Wuhan lab. Said that emphatically under stinking oath. Uh, Rand Paul uh, sort of talked about a story that was published in The Intercept that uh, said the U.S. government gave the, uh, let's see, they pumped about three, a little over $3 million dollars into an organization called Echo Health, Echo Health Alliance. And Echo Health Alliance uh, is involved in this, this bat coronavirus research at Wuhan. And according to that report, which includes documentation, about $600,000 of federal money, your money, our taxpayer, our, our taxpayer provided money, $600,000 went to the Wuhan lab specifically to alter bat coronaviruses. In other words, to work on gain of function. So what are we looking at here? We're, and I, you know, personally, I believe there was at least some intentionality on the release of this stuff. When you look at what was going on with us in China, or China and us at, at that time, uh, Trump Trump was really kicking their ass uh, as far as tariffs and get, isolating them uh, from from other countries that have worked with them. It was not a good time for China, and all of a sudden, boom, shakalaka, a pandemic. And uh, what we are now seeing is that you and I paid for it to a certain extent. And the the guy who has been our primary so-called expert on the coronavirus uh, throughout this entire pandemic, not so much now, but throughout the, this, this entire pandemic, apparently uh, knew that we were funding it to a certain extent and uh, lied about it under oath and tried to cover it up. And why is that not front page news? Why is that not the story of the day? I mean, you're seeing some of it on Fox. You're not seeing any of it on CNN, I don't believe, or MSNBC. And, I mean, does that take your breath away a bit? I mean, think about that. Think about the implications here. It's entirely possible that you and I at least partially funded the research that led to the stinking pandemic that has changed pretty much everybody's life on planet Earth one way or the other. And a whole lot of people have actually lost their lives. And I've said for a long time, something stinks, something reeks about Fauci. Uh, I think this thing revolves around him. 
And, uh, you know, the fact that we, he is not being, uh, you know, incarcerated for at least lying under oath, because that we, we sort of do have proof now, is mystifying to me. It's a global freaking pandemic that, for all we know, didn't have to happen. And for all we know, you and I paid for it to a certain extent. Seriously, how does that make you feel? As an American, two, I should just shut up and put on my mask, right, Chris? Just shut up and, and wear the damn mask. Isn't that what we hear? I am vaccinated, so don't worry. I'm not murdering anybody. Although I'm, like Trey and I were talking on wearing rhyme. I'm starting to have, I don't know exactly how I feel about the vaccine. I don't know. Vaccinated people are suddenly getting sick, it seems. Uh, here's Brad. Brad, how are you? Hello, Sean. It's a great day, brother. Uh, I want to know why a single penny of U.S. tax dollars goes to any any entity of the Red Chinese People's Republic government, given their hostility, overt and covert, towards us. And for that matter, uh, here's something not many people know, but the Chinese government funds uh, things called the Confucian Centers, you know, to allegedly advance Confucian teaching or and, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea per se, but those are basically fronts. Those are fronts, and they have a lot of people that they send over here uh, that are ostensibly in Ph.D. programs and uh, things like that. And, and don't don't make make any mistake about it. Those people are, have been vetted and approved. They're basically government right. agents, and they're here to steal uh, technology and, and, and all that other well. stuff. It's war by a means that we don't necessarily recognize or identify as war. Well, I think that's Same the point. I, th- was. I think that's, that's you know, I mean, there's a lot of folks saying that China's got their fingerprints all over this Afghanistan thing, too. Um, you know, uh, Trump was warning us about China decades ago, uh, long before that, he became president. And uh, I, I think you're right. I think, uh, you know, there's the World a... World Health Organization is pretty much owned by the Red Chinese outright. Well, practically, they, they yeah. They won't allow Taiwan participate in any world health organization right, stuff right. because they have so much control and cloud over it yep i, I gotta run man but i, I yeah, i'm not disagreeing with you i i you know china is probably the biggest villain on planet earth right now and, and now i'm not talking about the chinese people i'm talking about the chinese government and uh this whole thing just stinks man it just stinks there's pete pete how are you i'm fine you know what makes me mad why are you telling us this? And why, why is, is our why are our government leaders, our elected leaders, not telling us? Why? Are I you, don't know. You know what I mean? You, I, I do you know what you mean. Saying, right? I know. No, I know exactly I mean, what you mean. And it's been like that for a very long time. Well, look, because we we have a corrupted media by and large that works in protection of, frankly, the Democratic Party. And so there's all kinds of stuff you're not going to hear unless you're listening to a guy like me or, or some other folks, you know, who are doing this kind of thing. Because uh, they circled, they've circled the wagons around Biden. I mean, uh, they, you know, it, it, and, and they outright lie on occasion when it comes to their coverage. Or lying by omission, lying by allowing bias, and I appreciate the call, lying by allowing their bias to really kind of dictate how a story is reported and what is not reported about a story or what doesn't get reported at all. 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're in a, we're in a really dicey place right now in regards to in, just information. Just information. Just knowing what's happening. Because the old sources that, not me as much, but some of you, some of us, you know, may have trusted for a long time, you absolutely cannot trust anymore. I mean, you look at the way the, the, the information has been tainted, uh, throughout the entire pandemic alone. So apparently, according to uh, Rand Paul and this, this documentation, these documents, uh, Fauci, in fact, did know that uh, money was being used. Basically, they laundered it through this other company, EcoHealth, or this other organization, to fund the gain-of-function research at Wuhan. Scary stuff, man. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, we're back. 21 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. I'm your old weird Uncle Sean. One of my favorite times of the day. Uh, we're joined by Rudy J. My man. On, uh, from the morning show over at ESPN with Rob Thompson. 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. And you guys see... <laughs> Crazy Chris, day for us. Well, they, well, you guys had a contortionist in this morning. Yeah, it was, cause it was to promote this movie called Malignant. It's like a horror movie. Right. So I'm guessing there's some contortion and going. If that's <laughs> if that's who's doing the world tour, I'm guessing there's some weird exorcist bend over backwards, right. crawl out the room, type spider thing. walking kind of crap. And we had someone come in and she did all of that and more. <sighs> yeah, you. So you had a contort. I'm sitting here looking at where for two hours and Chris and Don. <laughs> we don't got no damn contortionists in here. Yeah, so they, cool. and that's a you you know the studio is a little small so you you have a contortionist and she's like putting her foot up on the yeah, TV and foot stuff on the TV foot behind her head. Like, Good lord! It was, it was interesting. Some was scary and some was <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh oh hey oh <laughs> <laughs> well you know so yeah it was it was it was different. It's it's weird trying to do radio while. It's something visual going on. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. But we have uh, our, our producer, the certified yoga instructor. So he actually knew each move she was doing. So he kind of did a play by play, which saved Rob and I because Rob and I didn't know what the hell. You're just like, oh, she's doing a bendy thing. Oh, wow. Her legs up higher. <laughs> oh, splits. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn. So it was, yeah, you missed it. I know that Chris and I come in. I thought in, she was going to make the rounds and come over here. Oh, uh, I, I, maybe. I don't know. I come in after, right after this person leaves. And both Rob and he are, Rudy are in there just like their eyes are like, we just had a contortionist in here. And I said, I feel like pimento loaf. Like, oh, big deal. <laughs> I'm you? not going to do any contorting. Yeah. It was, it was different for radio. It would have went over better on television, but we made it work. We had some Facebook. We went Facebook Live with it, so Did a few you? people got to see it. And <laughs> it's in the archives forever, so y'all can go check it out. Check that out. And uh, uh, then there, this led to a discussion when I was in with about yoga. Yeah. And how, because Rob was asking me if I do yoga or if I've ever done yeah, yoga. Yeah, he was like, oh, you're so spiritual. I can't believe you don't do yoga. No. No? Chris is like, no. I heard it's supposed to be good for you. I don't know what no, it does. Does it stretch out your body? Does it relax you? I don't I, know what. I don't know the purpose of yoga. It's kind of like a. It's. I think it's Hindu and originally it's some kind of. It, it's a form of spiritual stretching. Yeah, the people that I, do it swear by it. Oh, they do. But I think it. I think a dude came up with it just to get chicks in yoga pants. 
and get their butts in the air. Yoga, <laughs> yoga, yoga pants are one of the better than one of the better inventions of our time. Oh, I know. I, 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 there's a lot of yoga pants in my in my neighborhood in my part of the world. Really? Yeah. If you go to yoga, if you go to my Walmart, it's like a yoga pants oh, parade. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Not everybody's pulling not it everybody's off. pulling it off. <laughs> but hey. You what know, the hell? All yoga pants ain't created equal, but hey, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not a 10, so I can't expect everybody else to be a 10. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like a minus four. Yeah, exactly. So I know I don't judge because I know I'm I'm nowhere near what I need. I right. I don't wear yoga pants. I don't wear. You know, I go to H E B in my jammies. I, I don't. You do know, you? I, yeah, Are you in pajama Walmart? Why do we feel comfortable in pajamas at I Walmart? I don't at H E B too. There's, I don't know why. Really, I don't see I don't see pajamas at H E B. Only Walmart. I see them in, in my H E B. I'll see them every now and again, and usually it's me wearing them. Oh, okay. Well, I think, it's I you. think it, Chris, don't you think it's because well, you just get so used to a place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like uh, you know, almost an extension of your own home. <laughs> so it's like, well, yeah. why the hell should I wear jammies to Walmart, man? Yeah, I love Walmart. I go to I frequent Walmart often, and but you see some things at Walmart that you don't normally see. <laughs> Yes, you do. Yeah. And again, every once in a while, it's me. Look, I, I love Walmart. People hate, people love to hate Walmart. They do. I don't, it's, it's weird. I love Walmart. It's the stuff you need for cheap prices. Exactly. I can get, if I need golf balls, electronics. Right. Water. <laughs> laundry know. detergent. Now you're going to have to do your own checkout. They only let one person work. Like they I, I have don't get no, that. they're like, Oh, hey, we're raising minimum wage at Walmart. Oh, by the way, there's only three people working. There's only three people working. <laughs> That's, That's how that business model is working. the other 11. It all balances out, man. I can't tell you the last time I've seen, probably at Christmas, maybe. Right. There's more than two like line people working. You're right. It's mostly self-checkout it's self-checkout now. self-checkout and, and I, one line. The line with cigarettes. Is the line where they have someone working. You gotta have somebody there. That's it. They make a lot of money off cigarettes. That's it. My wife loves the self checkout. I hate self checkout. I I want them to do their job. Yeah, I don't want to open the bag and put it. There's something in the, you know, the, the area that hasn't been checked. And then I gotta weigh the, I gotta find the limes. Right. Yeah. Weigh the limes. All that, man. I don't want to do all that. I, I, I'm for creating jobs. I want them to do Thank it. Thank you. I'm trying to help the community. But see, my, w- <laughs> my wife has got a little bit of OCD going, so she likes to have control over oh. how the stuff goes in the bags and all and that I guess, stuff. You know, but yeah, I don't. And then there's less people touching your stuff. So she, I likes get it. It. she doesn't like people touching the stuff. Exactly. I get that. I'm fine with people touching the stuff. <laughs> me just, too. You, you do the work. Let me just stand here. Just tell me when to put the card in. That's I'm, how I do it. I'm down with you. I'm I'm 100% with you on that. You and I are a lot alike. We are. What is your sign? Are you an astrology no, person? No, I'm, I'm a Scorpio, but I know. I get along with Scorpio. I told you I get along with right. Scorpios. I told you that. Yeah, we are. I don't know. It's weird. It's fun, though. It's yeah, cool. it's fun. We enjoy you coming by. Uh, and uh, just one more thing. Are What's you up? are you a Matrix fan? Did you ever watch the Matrix movies? I, I watched the first, and then like, right. I kind of got lost. I was like confused. Yeah, I think we all were. I was the like, second wait, two what's movies. Going on? Is it the beginning? Is this the end? Is this the past? Dude, they're is making a, a, They've made a, They're making another one. It's Matrix is it Keanu? Four. Yeah, I think it's because John Wick is so popular. It's <laughs> like, yo, let's let's capitalize on Keanu He's, being hot. Well, he's kind of doing it like Harrison Ford. He's doing. He's doing. He's going back to every franchise he's ever been a part because he did the Bill and Ted thing last year, and that sucked. Yeah. Oh, that movie I didn't sucked. Even see it. it is was Fishburne horrible. In this one is there, are they? Is Fishburne coming back? No, I don't What's think. I don't think Morpheus. He's, uh, Morpheus. I don't think Morpheus is coming back. Okay. But the, the 
this is going to sound so sexist, Piggy, the the chick who played. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't think of her name. Oh, okay. I don't remember. What's either. her name in that movie, Chris? Trinity? Tr- the chick who played Trinity. Oh, oh. a sexist pig. I don't even know the chick's name. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> I don't know any actor's name. I just think the guy that played in such and such. Right. I don't know any of their names, male well, or female. The Matrix 4 is coming out to confuse us even more, so um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Do you ever think you're in the Matrix, that this is all? Heck, yeah. <laughs> the way the way the world is going right now, I always think I'm a Matrix. Don't you kind of wish it was? I do. Sense? So it would make sense as to why everything's so damn crazy. Right. We can get yeah. the hell away from it. Now I'll be like, oh, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, very sure. cool. Rudy J, man. My man. Mornings on ESPN, 7 yes, to 10 with Rob Thompson. What are uh, your numbers over there again? Uh, 1250 AM or 94.5 FM. Rock on, man. We'll My see man. you again tomorrow. Big dog. Appreciate <laughs> No problem. Have a great day, dude. Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, the chick who plays Trinity. I am a sexist pig. I, I probably am. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oinky, oinky, oinky. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. It's uh, Sean Rima on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. So how do we feel about the Taliban, the official government now of Afghanistan? <sighs> Didn't even take them 20 years, man. Think about that. Didn't even take them twenty years. They outlasted us, in a sense. They were fortunate. They got a crappy president, after a president that you know largely scared the s out of them, because he <laughs> he said, "I'll bomb the s." I mean, you know, they were they had, Trump kept them in check, man. And uh, this guy's forming. You know, this guy's having powwows with these dudes. Well, he isn't directly, but you know what I mean. We have a relationship now with the Taliban. The world is watching them, you know. Well, I don't know if you know, the Taliban had been saying that they're going to be all-inclusive, right? You know, hey, well, how come there's no women uh, in the the new government? The five dudes that we let, let, Obama let out of Guantanamo are, are, you know, back in power. One of the guys, uh, a guy named Haqqani, uh, we found this out yesterday. Hakani, uh, this Hakani guy, uh, runs uh, the Hakani family wing of the Taliban, and they're largely considered to be the most vicious and violent. Uh, the FBI has a $10 million bounty on this guy's head. He's now running law enforcement, uh, in, in Afghanistan. He's the head of law enforcement. Um, you know, it's the 20th anniversary coming up on Saturday, and I'm, 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 I'm really, I do this, I try to do this every year. Most years I'm not successful, but this year I'm really trying to make September 11th a day of prayer. Yeah, I know it sounds highfalutin, but just follow me with this. I'm being serious. A prayer, and I want to reset a few things about my life. And the idea for me is to make the 20th anniversary the beginning of something. Do you know what I mean? Like the beginning of the next 20 years of my stinking existence. The next 20 years, 
you know, I, I want to set my mind uh, and my heart uh, and get my uh, in motion and get myself into a, into a healthy place physically, emotionally, spiritually. And I want to begin that process on September 11th so that someday, hopefully, I can look back on the 20-year anniversary of September 11th as a good thing. And say, well, that's really when I dedicated my life to being healthy. That's really when I dedicated my life to this sort of new way of living. So it'll be a, it'll be, it'll be a good date to remember uh, in, in the future. Um, but it, it, is, it is disturbing as hell coming up on the 20-year anniversary to see what has been allowed to happen in Afghanistan and what is happening in Afghanistan. Uh, it, it is it, watching them, quote-unquote, install this new government and watching our government acting as if these are trustworthy people. Oh, if Americans have the proper documentation, they'll let them through. Oh, these these Americans and interpreters sitting on these planes, they're, they're not hostages. Right? We've got a relationship. They know the world is watching. I mean, it's it's unstinking believable. It's just it's freaking unbelievable. It's like the current government has no idea who the Taliban are. It's like they just met. They have no idea. They've got promises to keep now. Oh, come on, man. It's the freaking Taliban. Ah, and, uh, you know, you're hearing all kinds of nasty things coming out of Afghanistan right now as far as women and girls, uh, even American citizens, uh, you know, this idea that they're just going to let people stroll on out of that country, you know, I mean, come on, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? It's like they don't know who they are. And it's all about shining this thing up, you know, for the world. You know, so so Biden, I guess, it can look like he accomplished something. Oh, I, I ended the war, champ. The war was already ending. We were going to withdraw. You didn't have anything, anything to do with that. And we left him behind. There's still Americans there. The State Department isn't... Uh, there's apparently several layers of bureaucracy now that exist between the planes on the ground in Afghanistan and our own State Department that they're not being allowed to take off. They they can't even fly to neighboring countries. You know, it's just astounding to me. And I know it is for all of us, but you know, I, I can't even. I cannot imagine. I mean, it's 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 disturbing as hell to me, as just an ordinary citizen of this country. I cannot imagine what our vets are going through. I cannot imagine what our gold star families are going through. I cannot imagine, you know, people who have people still in Afghanistan are going through. And uh, here we are, you know, again, still a, a few days away from the 20th anniversary. It, it really is mind-boggling. Truly is. Uh, here's Juan. Juan, how you doing? 
Uh, not too good. Not too good. I'm I'm a vet. You know, I don't want to say what unit or anything like that. But I, I do need a comment, please. Yes, please, of course. Well, I, I feel I feel that the president, he failed our military. Okay? He, he did not fulfill the oath against all enemies. So if I'm correct, he relied on the Taliban to provide security for our military. And that resulted in death. You know... When you take anti-terrorism awareness, you know, you, you got to know the predictability of it, the insider threat, your force protection level. And it's true. Our military was set up for failure like trash. And it resulted in death. And he needs to be impeached for that. Because if that's not impeachable, then what is? I agree with everything you said. I think he should be. I think he should be out of office. You know, on an, but do you think it's going to happen? No, they're going to brush it under the carpet like they do everything else. Mm, yep, yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you for your service, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right, thanks for the call. You know, I, I again, I can't imagine what our vets are going through watching this unfold. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. New Stonk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Final few moments of the show. Have you ever stopped to consider just how much our stinking computer passwords rule our life? Do you, how many passwords do you have? Do you know what I mean? Passwords. Chris, I'm talking and Don, I'm talking about passwords. My life is governed by a password. Remember when Password was just a fun game show? (laughs) Now it's your life. Hosted by Alan Ludden. Alan Alan. Ludden. (laughs) Well, I what happened is I because I you know I got a password, I got a private email, I got a job email. Right. You got a password. You got a password for your bank account. You got a password for your stinking phone. You got passwords up the yin yang. Your social media account. Social media's got passwords. A password for your password protector. A password for your password. And somehow I screwed up my, my work password. So I can't, I have to, when I get off the air, I have to call IT because I can't get into my work email. I don't know how I did it. It happened yesterday during the show. It's hard to do. I don't know what I did because I'm, I don't know if you guys have picked up on this, but I'm not, how shall I say this? I'm not the most computer savvy human being on the, on the face of the planet. Does that, does that shock you? Does it shock you? It's a stunning revelation, to say the least. And so I don't know how I screwed up my password, but somehow I screwed up my password. And so now I have to call IT when I get off the air. Was it one of those situations where you kept entering the wrong password? and it finally I believe just so. Kicked, okay. I, and it just kicked me out. Right. Said, you're in password jail. Well, we've all done that. Well, so uh, anytime you have technical issues, the first step is always, is it plugged in? <laughs> Am I plugged in? I need to just unplug myself for 30 seconds and plug myself back in. I bet I'd be fine. Jiggle my handle. Jiggle the handle. So, <laughs> 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 Other handle. Oh, God. Not that one. Hey. Hey. That's going to leave a mark. I'll slap your hand. So I got to, uh, so yeah, that's uh, passwords, Randy. One password gets screwed up and mm-hmm. and you're screwed up. Like I, I remember when I, like the last time I had to switch phones, I lost about three passwords because I had them on my notepad on my phone. 
instead of like on a physical note piece of paper. Right. And then when I got the new phone, my stuff didn't carry over. Passwords, man. It's all about the passwords. So anyway, that's that's my life right now. I ran into a similar problem when I got my new phone last year. Yeah. Because you know, pretty much every every account that I had, the password was the same, just different variations. Right. Like, you know, different letters were capitalized or whatever. Or, I couldn't remember which one was which. I know. <laughs> it's so tough. I had to reset everything. And that suck. Yes. I've had to do that on. I've had to do that on several different sites for things that I do, like my publishing site. I screwed up my password on that. I once screwed up my Facebook password. And you're right. If you don't, if you, you only got so many shots, right, to enter it in before they lock you out. Right. And then your life's. Then your life. It's like you're in limbo. It's like you don't even really freaking exist until you get the password back again or get the password reset. You know, in most cases, you wait thirty seconds or so. Couple, you know, couple mm-hmm. of minutes, and you can try back. But with here at work, if you forget your password and and you get logged out in that situation, you're not getting back in. Oh no, well, you're not. Oh, here no. it's mandatory that you change it every six months. Hey, change your password. Right. Right. So I'm gonna call IT and be all embarrassed and like, um, <laughs> what do you do down there in San Antonio? I'm a talk show host. Uh, um, what were you talking about today? Uh, passwords. Because, you know, this guy, Don Morgan, had the same problem last week. <laughs> what are you guys doing I... <laughs> down there? Hey, let me say something. I, I, uh, no, I'll say that. I'll put it. The... You know, I was just testing the security systems, and, uh, uh, you know, I inadvertently uh, uh, screwed up my password. So I was trying to actually help you guys out. Gold you know, star for you. <laughs> I was sitting there minding my business, and a mouse came out of nowhere. A mouse ran, ran across, across the it. keyboard, and my password got screwed up. <laughs> Is the mouse plugged in, sir? <laughs> what are you talking about? Plugging in a mouse? Uh-oh, the that thing. Oops. Yeah, I've just never been. I mean, like, there's certain things that I'm hell on wheels when it comes to computers. Like, I can publish a book in about 30 seconds. I mean, I can really work that program, all right? But I've been doing it for, you know, 100 years. But just something basic, like remembering a freaking password or writing it down somewhere. And I'm just, I'm completely, in, you know, incapable what the IT guy say? Well, you should store your passwords in your phone. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I did on the last one. So wish me luck. Anyway, uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Rudy J from ESPN, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>